What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And we have a rerun episode for you today. That's right. For the next uh, few weeks, between our usually scheduled episodes, <laughs> we will be uh, providing you with a little bonus episode leading up to episode 150. The Ramblaversary. That's right. So, uh, yeah, we just thought we'd look back at mostly the last 50 episodes. Yeah. But there's a few bits and pieces that get sprinkled in from, uh, you know, the prop shows and the like as well. So it runs the gamut through insane ramblings. I mean, some people would say highlights, Mm -hmm. but those would be people who've never heard the show. So. (laughs) I mean, I feel like it's uh, not just highlights. It's like it's catching you up. Here's a question for you, Ben. (laughs) Okay. Don't get this much. What's your low light of the day? Of of today yeah. or of the whole podcast? Of your day, today. I think I've got, had too much juice today. <laughs> okay. Like I have you just a, don't get, like you get asked, no one ever asks about your low lights of the day, do they? Well, um, why do you want to share yours? I don't have one. I, I mean, nothing comes to mind. I'm just saying it's not a regular question. It's always like, you know, what was the highlight? What was the best bit? When's everyone, like, because I asked my friend the other day, mm. On his birthday, what was your low light? And he was like, oh, I had a bit of a stomach ache around 11 o'clock. And I was like, this is the information we're not getting. <laughs> Keith and the girl do a regular segment called High Low. And that's exactly what they do. There's like, huh. what's the high of your day and what's the low of your day? So, uh, you know, they're putting out a new app if you want to uh, get the High Low app. And it sounds exactly like what you need. Well, then, I mean, I would never have known about his stomach ache otherwise. That's all I'm saying. Well, uh, you can stick around and uh, we don't just talk about low lights. We'll uh, be getting to a few uh, classic segments like <laughs> the time I tried to uh, get to Glen Ferry Station, my um, Activate Your Read Receipts Day PSA. And you'll also get a chance to catch yourself up on Ben Steve Irwin Obsessed Job Interview. Ben Croft's bachelor party, Ben on The Bachelorette, and uh, the time that we go on Amazon to get the limited edition runs and take out our anger on Edison, New Jersey, and Pierre the French policeman. You have no idea what you just read, do you? What is that? (laughs) You'll just have to uh, stick around and uh, find out. I mean, it's a mystery to even me, which is exciting. Enjoy. Buy a taxi. Uh A service. It takes money. I've looked for the pants. They're not on my legs. They're gone. <laughs> I'm just trying to say I want to go home and get it on. Yeah, me too. I saw Great Expectations. The only thing I remember about it is Gwyneth Paltrow getting fingered. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. It's in Ramblings. While we're on the uh, subject of trains, mm. I did have a bit of an incident on the train line recently. Really? I was trying to meet a friend for a movie, as I've been known to do. <laughs> and it's one of the top ten reasons to meet a friend. Exactly. I uh, I had a car that I could have been using at this stage. Yeah, rookie error. Should have done that, um, but I had a lot of time up my sleeve. I'm like, no, I'll just save some money. I'll catch the train. I went to university in Glen Ferry, mm-hmm. right? You even say it like the train lady, Glen Ferry. <laughs> <laughs> I went there every day almost for three years. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, an easy enough train station to get to. Thousands of students get off there every day for class. <laughs> it's one of the more well, like, uh, patron, patronized? Patronized? Patronized uh, stations. I would have thought so. And so the cinema that I was going to was nearby to Glen Ferry Station, so... I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get there. That would be easy enough. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't look at the timetable because I'm like, well, there's always trains going there. Mm-hmm. So I just jumped on a train. I get off at Richmond Station, which is a few stops away. Like two stops yeah, away? Yeah, maybe or two, three. three. And I was trying to find the nearest, like the next train going to Glen Ferry Station. And I was just having a really tough time. I'm like, what's mm-hmm. going on here? And then I discovered, like, I looked at the app and it was talking about there's like track works on. Ugh. They were doing construction. So um, there was no trains going there on the weekend. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, what do I do? And they had a bunch of people stationed at the station to help For people like me. They were, you know, doing replacement buses and that kind of thing. And so I went up to one of those guys and asked him basically, how do I get to Glen Ferry Station? <laughs> and he looked at me like I had asked to go to the moon or something. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't believe how, uh, like his reaction, like I, I don't know, like it's, this is exactly why you're here to help people <laughs> who need to go to you're places like that. You're asking me a question yeah. <laughs> about the track works? <laughs> who do you think you are? So... I'm like, oh, hey, man, can I, uh, how do I get to Glen Ferry? I see there's track works. And he's like, whew, <laughs> Glen Ferry. <laughs> like he'd never heard the question. Like this was the most ludicrous thing that he'd heard in his life. <gasps> and he's like mulling it over for a second. <laughs> like, oh, Glen Ferry. And like it couldn't wrap it around his brain. No, so, we just like, never mind, forget it. Basically, but now I'm, you know, involved in this guy's life all of a sudden. <laughs> so he's like, okay, I'll help you out. He calls over one of his uh, co-workers. <laughs> And uh, this girl rocks up. He's like, hey, come over here. This guy, see this guy, he wants to get to Glen Ferry. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. And she repeats it back. She's like, oh, Glen Ferry. Like, she's in on this whole, you know, scheme. Oh like, gosh. this is, again, is like. punk or something? Yeah. I'm like, has no one ever in the history of the world wanted to go to Glen Ferry? I mean, come on. I didn't, I didn't realize. I stepped into, like, the middle of this routine. Like, hey, kid, get over here. This uh, chocolate hey, wants Larry. to get to Glen Ferry. <laughs> yeah, Larry, Cindy, get a load of this. Get a load of this kid. <laughs> what does he think he's doing? He's trying to get the Glen Ferry. Never heard of something so ludicrous in my life. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So uh, I can't believe it. Glen Ferry. Oh, no, no one been there since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's I, like you were like in like the 1800s, and you're right. talking about like the place that's been taken over by like yeah, gunfighters. It's a ghost town now. <laughs> like gunfighters like whoa son you don't want to go near glen no ferry no one goes to glen ferry unless they're a fast gun <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta be fastest uh, hand in the west to get the glen ferry i wouldn't go there you you just go to hawthorne <laughs> hawthorne so the kind of boys like you. yeah yeah <laughs> i had a friend that went to glen ferry a while back never heard from him again <laughs> Ooh, glen ferry sis this guy ugh, like wiping a tear away. away from his eye <laughs> Like, thanks for the help, buddy. As you're walking away, this guy, Glenn Ferry. Glenn Ferry, thanks for the laugh, kid. <laughs> made my day. Jeez. <laughs> what a production. Yeah. Did you get there? Eventually, <laughs> I ended up taking a series of trains and taxis. And, uh, you know, I was a little late, but I made it. It was just, uh, yeah, a, a quite the ordeal. Didn't I didn't realize what I was getting into, into. Yeah, old-timey gangsters exactly. slash general store owners. Yeah, I probably would have just driven Ooh, We don't even send the mail through there. <laughs> it's a tough town. Yeah. But anyway, on my birthday, mm. after we got over the wrapping paper fiasco, yes, I went to pick up the arcade machine, which... For anyone who's unfamiliar, I uh, built an arcade that plays like, you know, Pac-Man and all these old school video games. 
like a, a big arcade cabinet. So it looks like a normal sort of, if you're around in the 80s or 90s, what you saw at Roller City album. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect example. And so uh, uh, I needed a big car to transport this thing. Sure. The, the person with access to said car, old man Nick. Who's that? That was your nickname for Brendan's father. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I don't remember calling him old man Nick. How did he get that name? You coined it. You should know. Uh, yeah, I reckon. Why? Did he just strike me as an old man? No, because he's Brendan's old man. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. So for anyone who doesn't remember, go back and listen to the episode. Hey, Brendan, eat the pickle. <laughs> just eat the pickle, says old man Nick. And yeah. that'll sum it up. But this is a guy who uh, is quite intimidating. Oh, yeah. He's got he's got a lot of the rock going on. The, the Rock? Oh, right. Yeah, just in terms of... T- I would say if we were going with uh, any actual actor, that guy in Taxi Driver. Uh, Travis Bickle? What? No. Taxi Driver. That's the character's name. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... It's Al, Al, Pacino. Al Pacino. Robert, Robert De Niro. Is it? I yeah. thought it was Al Pacino. No, I think nah. it's Al Pacino. Is it? Mm. Well, we've said it both. We'll edit in the good one. Yes. Let's do that. So, uh, we... Got the we ute. to borrow his ute. Mm. I know what Carrie drives. Don't you worry about that. Well, but this is for the audience. Oh, my mistake. Um, and I always feel like when I'm around him that... You're not manly a, enough? Maybe that's it. I just I feel like I just need to be on my best behavior. Yeah, because you're not manly enough. Well, I feel like he's always on the brink of yelling. Exploding. Right. Yeah. He's like the, uh, the typical American dad kind of thing. Yeah. And... He's the Malcolm in the middle dad, if we're talking about Malcolms, which we are. No, because like, he's like a comedic dad. Yeah, but he's not funny if he is your dad, I think. I think it's funny from the outside. Well, I think Brendan finds him very funny. And he is like a funny I guy. I think that's got to be like a defense mechanism from the fear. Ah, no, you must be just joking when you scream problem. at me. Brendan's not scared. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm terrified oh. because I'm, I'm borrowing his car. Like You don't want is, any problems. Right. This is only, I don't want any trouble, friend. The only thing approaching this level is like if I was asking for his daughter hand in marriage. Like, <laughs> that, that's the hierarchy. Right. So you, you don't want to... You put on your bear suit and head over. Yeah. Brendan pokes the bear. <laughs> I'm like, like mentally the whole time. You're that, like, why? Why would you cause him oh, to I, shout? Yeah, yeah. I'm just like trying to telepathically... Scream to Brendan, like, don't poke the bear. I need this arcade machine. We need to borrow the car. Don't poke the bear. Stop. Stop with your poking. Yeah. And so, like, just for example of the poking, we, mm. we had Brendan's family over for dinner one time after we moved into the apartment. Oh, okay, yeah. And it was so That's soon after. a sign for me to clear out for the night. Yeah, well, I, I didn't have anywhere to go, so I was here. I'm was suddenly tired. Enjoying the festivities. But we just moved in, so we didn't have that many chairs. Oh, so there was no chair for him. There was. We had to like scrounge. <laughs> what did you scrounge up? One made of like toilet paper cones or something. Almost. I think we had maybe one folding chair that we'd borrowed oh, from wow. a friend. We had a, a computer desk chair <laughs> that Brendan pulled from his bedroom. We had. One other maybe like real-ish chair. And then I was sitting on a footstool for yeah. like, the TV. So you suffered the most. Yeah, because I didn't have a back to my seat. Yeah, so that that's was, annoying. That was tough. But I didn't want to... Spine's doing all the work. I'm not going to have Brendan's dad not have something to support his spine. Oh, he needs shivers. proper lumbar support to <laughs> not be on the edge of some kind of outburst. You don't want to tick off a lumbar. Uh, right. That's the last mistake you want to make. That, that uh, That's a key ingredient. So 
he has like this big dinner party and mm. his dad's over and he's like... He's lumbar su- supported? Yeah, he was. Yeah, but he's like, yo, Brandon, where's the chairs? There's no chairs here. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, quick, someone get the chairs. <laughs> Let's draw pieces of paper and stick them to the side yeah. so they're chairs. And so I'm like running around trying to like work out the best possible seating arrangement. Brandon just laughs. And <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? This is an emergency. We need to give the man a chair. <laughs> He's going to explode. It's a ticking time bomb in our very own house. Right. So while he's uh, ranting and raving about the chairs, he opens the fridge. Oh, no. He's like, hey, Brendan, you knew I was coming over. <laughs> Yo, Brendan, where's the Pepsi? <laughs> oh, no way. I need ice and Pepsi. Oh, wow. It's so funny that like, it's specifically Pepsi. Like, Can't be any cola. Yeah, if, you, if you're if you just asking for a Coke, then Coke. maybe Pepsi would be a substitute and people wouldn't. Go like, but this guy's getting offered coke and being like, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah. yeah you know these people. Cool. So anyway, yes, Charlotte called oh, me up. She good. also, uh, it was my birthday recently. She also sent me a happy birthday message with the red notification well on. Well done. Starting the wave, the tidal wave. I think. Yeah. People just doing the right thing. So for those who uh, weren't listening to every episode a few uh, weeks ago, I did a plea. I don't think it's a plea because you don't plead with people to make humanity better. I don't <laughs> yes, know. You just, do. It's not a plea. I don't know. I feel like a plea means you're coming from a position of weakness. When I feel you're coming from a position of great strength and optimism. What about if I? Because you're never like, hey, everyone, mm. please try chocolate. No, this is more like, please stop killing endangered species. <laughs> See, I feel like, like it's also. I, I'm not in a position. Please of- try chocolate because it's good. Like, I love having my read receipts on. I it's changing your, lives. I see your point. But I feel like I'm... I feel like it's just like, hey, the sooner you realise that this is the right bandwagon to jump on, mm-hmm. the better off we'll all be. Right. You're a read receipt evangelist. I am. I did get, yeah, a couple of people. Maybe, like, Erica, we basically forced her. Yeah, to... she had no choice. <laughs> but I, I am a little disappointed by the people that turned it on for my birthday and then turned it off Back straight off. away yeah not a fan it's like, is that everyone uh, probably <laughs> i ducked out of my little hole and then it's like up oh, scurrying back in so um i'm on all the time i appreciate We've always it. both have been and that's the lifestyle that i'm trying to promote here. I, and i'm loving it um, i'm out and proud yeah if you if you <laughs> weren't across this, this i'm saying like july 8th my birthday that's International turn on your read receipt day. Right. And that adds the little thing on the uh, iMessage app for your iPhone. That tells people you've read their message. Exactly. And people are scared of it. And I understand that. I don't understand it. It's everyone's playing games, Vicky. Are they? Because I inadvertently ignored someone the other day and they asked me a time sensitive question. Yeah. And it's too late now and they know I've read it. So I was like, oh, well, like they know I read it. (laughs) But did they know you read it? Before it was too sensitive? Yeah, it was too late. Like, I read it in a meeting and I was like, okay, I'll get back to that. And obviously just forgot. See, I think what the situation that people like to have here, if I'm playing devil's advocate, is they like, they see the message and then they want to reply when it's too late. So be like, oh, sorry, Didn't I only just it. got it. And then it gives you like an excuse. Why not just not read it then? Well, that's the other option. <laughs> like, you can have, like, on the iPhone, that appears on the screen. Right. It doesn't get marked as red till you no. go into the message. I know. So if you're going to play games, there's ways there's to play ways games. There's ways to play games. In fact, I would say that's even the better way to play a game because then you've got a timestamp on your argument. What do you mean? So oh, you're like, like, I definitely didn't read it. Right. See? Yeah, exactly. But I wrote a PSA. Oh, great. 
Hi, listeners. Ben Hi. Moore here. Oh, oh, okay. Not answering. Many of you know me. <laughs> Many of you know me as the host of the semi-popular, semi-comical <laughs> web-based talk show, Insane Ramblings. We have a lot of fun on the show, talking about a wide variety of topics that run the gamut from escaping prison using paper mache to escaping prison using silk bed sheets. <laughs> We're a very specific podcast. However, I come to you today with a much more serious issue than manipulating the penal system. <laughs> As you may be aware, you said penal. July 8th, 2016 was not just my 29th birthday. It was also the first ever Activate Your Read Receipts Day. Mm. For anyone unfamiliar with read receipts or read notifications, these are the little messages that show up when you send an iMessage that say delivered or read. This is a very useful feature that when enabled can benefit mankind greatly. Mm-hmm. In fact, many of you might be unaware that without read receipts, we still wouldn't know whether Neil Armstrong got to the moon Obama would have never been the president, and Limp Biscuit's significant other would have never made it to number one in Canada. Still not convinced? Just listen to what this user of read receipt notifications had to say. Is it me? It is you. <laughs> Good. This is your time to praise me. Uh, is it? This is, I did not. I thought you had something pre-prepared. No, this is uh, off the top of the dome. Ah, how are you going to um? The top of the what? The top of the dome. <laughs> this is not what you said. <laughs> Um, I love them. Read receipts have changed my life. I I don't actually know any different. I've never had them switched off. Why would anyone do that? Is that what you're after? Sure. Okay. However, it seems like despite briefly extolling the virtues of this fabulous feature on a podcast one time... I haven't turned it off! There are still many of you out there who haven't taken my words to heart. I thought this was a PSA taking a turn to be a very personal It's not specifically service. for you. Yeah, I thought it was gone from public service announcement to personal service announcement. When you're like, despite briefly extolling the virtues, someone's changed their mind. You notice how when you watch the news, it doesn't like, today this happened, Vicky Smith. <laughs> they they, they talk to general population. No, it just it seemed to take a very personal turn for a second. Okay. I'm glad. I'm going to back up a little bit. Okay. No, I just, it got the feeling that just when you said despite extolling the virtues, I was like, oh, I'm in the crosshairs. <laughs> but no, wrong again. However, it seems like despite briefly extolling the virtues of this fabulous feature on a podcast one time, there are still many of you out there who haven't taken my words to heart mm. and are leaving their read receipts turned off. I can only assume that you were in a rage blackout <laughs> or momentarily slipped into a coma, both of which are commonly occurring problems for citizens who haven't activated their read receipts. But no excuse. There are also those of you who took the opportunity to turn on your read receipts on July 8th before scurrying back into your cabin of unnotified fear the very next day. While every effort to further the cause is appreciated, we're not looking for a band-aid solution here. Ben's birthday simply serves as a timely reminder that messages deserve our love and attention every day of the year. And as the late, great Stephen King once said, activating your read receipts isn't just for birthdays, it's a way of life. (laughs) He's not dead. The good news here <laughs> is that no matter which the category you fall <laughs> Stephen King lives. Is that the good news? The good news here is Stephen King's alive. More good news. That's good for him. The good news here <laughs> is that no matter which category you fit into, there's still hope for you. <laughs> and you don't even have to wait till next year to activate. You can do it right now. Don't wait. Go activate. On. See, it rhymes. I didn't even mean that. No, I knew, but I was like, wait, I'm in advertising. Appreciate it. <laughs> Let me cut this down <laughs> to something snappy that the children will like. Go on, I'll wait. It's right there in your message settings. But Ben, what if we have an Android and therefore don't use my iMessage? 
And to you Facebook. people, I say, get out of here with your green message bubbles and whatnot. We don't have time for you around these parts. Go on, get. Thank you. It's oh, another Stephen King quote. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. This message has been delivered and with any luck, heard. Mm. Coming to an unknown number near you. Exactly. That recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You were going for quantity over... It was, yeah, it was quantity eating contest, yeah. That's what is it, quality eating contest? You have to find and eat the most delicious <laughs> yeah. thing in the city. Only truffles fall. <laughs> it's an expensive competition. I ate a gold leaf. You win, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, that story of Cleopatra who drank her pearl. <laughs> what? I don't know that story. I think it's Cleopatra. Is it? It's someone like her where... Um, her and Julius Caesar or someone Mark were having Anthony, might, I feel? maybe wasn't that her boyfriend? Maybe it might not have been Cleopatra. Because oh. <laughs> I was like Mark Antony was right, her boyfriend. On. I'm pretty sure. I'll Google this while okay. I'm telling this story that right. I clearly know none of the details yeah, of. That's the best way. Two of uh, history's finest <laughs> were having a competition mm-hmm. where they had to spend the most money on a party. Oh right. Yeah, so it is Cleopatra and Mark okay. Anthony. He hires all these performers and gets all mm-hmm. this food and blah, 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 blah. He has like this you know, party that like lasts for days. Smelt some gold or something. He might have done that as well. <laughs> yeah, it's like this amazing party. And he's like, all right, now it's your turn. Try and top that. Then he's like, yeah, your, your turn. Stuff up to the bat. And <laughs> Sorry? You know how they talked back then. Step up to the bat? <laughs> Step up to the plate. <laughs> That was before baseball had plates. Yeah. You just walked up to a bat. <laughs> there was another bat on the ground back in Mark Anthony and Cleopatra's time. They eventually realised how hard that was to stand on. And well, they would pick it up and then swing with it. Oh, yeah. I see. How did you know when to run to the other bases? What were they made of? <laughs> More bats. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It didn't, Strange it, that it ended up being called baseball, yeah, isn't it? It was... Um, was it bat ball at the time? It was. It was actually called bat ball. Oh, right. Okay. And they're like, we're going through a lot of bats. Why don't we just... <laughs> we need to have several bats yeah, for every game. put some bases down that'll uh, really save us, uh, you know, some equipment fees. Uh, but the story is not about the history no. of bat ball. <laughs> Sorry, I really derailed you. So Mark Anthony has his party and then he's like, all right, Cliff Hatcher, it's your turn. And so she requests a glass of vinegar Mm -hmm. and she's wearing these pearl earrings or like, you know, something like some crazy expensive earrings Mm. and she puts it into the glass of vinegar. Why vinegar? Because... It just has to be truly awful. Then it will dissolve. Oh, I thought she was like, I'm going to swallow them whole and I hope it's disgusting and difficult. (laughs) And... Why not just swallow them? Well, because if it dissolves, it's like completely gone. Okay. I think she wanted... I mean, I, I'm pretty sure this story didn't even happen. <laughs> it's more of an urban legend than Did anything Did you Google else. it? Yeah. Okay. It, I just read the headline that said Mark Anthony and Cleopatra. It said, did Cleopatra drink her earring? And, and? the article was too long for me to oh, bother okay. reading. So, I mean, it's a simple yes or no. How right, did they fine. take so long? No, I'm going to look it up. Go on. So uh, she, yeah, she waits for the earring dissolves. She skulls the glass of vinegar and then... She's like, that earring was worth, you know, like millions of dollars in mm-hmm. today's money. I already spent more than you in that like one moment. Right. And 
then he's like, well, I guess you did, but now you're down like a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, no, because these earrings were the only two in existence. Now this one is doubly rare and it's worth twice as much. So she didn't spend, like she didn't waste any money. Wait, what? She had like two very rare earrings. Right. Oh, and she's like, now this one's worth so much more because yeah. there's only one left. Exactly. <sighs> so that's... that's that the, is ridiculous. How do we get onto that again? <laughs> It's been described by a lot of writers, particularly sub popular subject for painters. Ancient writers accepted the veracity of the tale mm. and commenters continue to take it at face value up until the mid-19th century. Do pearls dissolve in vinegar? Well, that, I mean, that is a... That's a good part of yeah. the story to test. Pearls will dissolve in vinegar. Okay, well, that's one part that's true. <laughs> it says the first story shows up in the writings of Pliny the Elder, who's like quite a famous source for a lot of the stuff from that yeah, time yeah i think like he was involved in the eruption of mount vesuvius and all this like crazy shit like that oh so there's been similar stories told by like other writers at the time of other people doing it it will dissolve in vinegar but very it slowly several days. yeah it'll take a couple of days so i don't know how long her party was they're just <laughs> sitting around for a while <laughs> it probably isn't true but that doesn't necessarily mean it's false i think the real answer is we just don't know yes yeah, ultimately, there's no way to come up with a definitive answer. Maybe she drank the pearl, maybe she didn't, we never know. Literal objective truth wasn't something that ancient biographers placed great value on. Well, that's annoying. It, it, it does make it difficult. <laughs> that is the one thing you would want your biographer to value. Well, not like, if you want your you know story to go down in history. Well, let's, like, I guess. If this never happened, then, uh, you know, she somehow... The important thing was them to accurately convey what they believed to be the essential character of a person and would happily accept any story that fit this purpose. I mean, that's it's... As someone who's studying history, it's frustrating. But for Cleopatra, that's kind of badass. <laughs> well, like you'll go, you'll forever be remembered as the person who did that. I just would have thought when you're applying for job of biographer, like it's like, are you good with truth? Eh, not so much. You're in. I'm good with I'm good with uh, telling is, a yarn, with telling stories. Should we have a um? We'll do a biography interview. Okay. Hello, Ben. Um. You know, welcome to the interview. Okay, Take hang, a seat. hang on, can I like pause for a second? Mm. Is this in Cleopatra's <clears throat> age or is this like the modern day biography? The modern day. Because I feel like the um, back in the day, their requirements are a little less strict. <laughs> like they didn't care so much. All right. Well, well, you are having to go in with this cavalier attitude and sell it to sure, me. Sure, sure. Have a seat. How are you feeling? Um, uh, Find the place well? Yeah, it wasn't too difficult. Thanks That's for good. thanks for uh, taking your time to interview me today. No, you're welcome. So as you know, we're a major metropolitan newspaper. And um, yeah, we're, we're trying to do a bit more human interest. You know how it is these days? <laughs> yeah, great. I love that stuff. Yeah. And so, um, <clears throat> yeah, anyway, well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. That's a passion. Good. So we were wanting to take on someone to do biographies. That's me. I'm your guy. Great. Okay. Uh, yeah. What, what do you think makes a great biographer? Someone who can just really get to the heart of the truth and disregard it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, what, mm, disregard it? You might have to be a bit more... Just, just someone go. who can see uh, that there's a good story about to be told and then mm. make up a better one. <laughs> I see. So, I'm sorry, maybe if you could explain a bit more. See, we want someone to... Yeah, we, we might not have been very clear. See, uh, 
we're not a fiction house. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I can see how that might have been confusing. Sure. You know, given that we're a national newspaper, you might have got a bit confused there. <laughs> uh, but no, no, we want factual biographies of, of real life people, you know, Rupert Murdoch and, uh, you know, Kim Kardashian, we're trying to break into the young market. Sure, because <laughs> Rupert Murdoch, very popular with the uh, younger generation I these days. I thought so. I asked a, a millennial. <laughs> that, they, were, they were the two examples they gave. They couldn't stop talking about Murdoch. All right, well, like, we all know Rupert Murdoch. He doesn't have the cleanest image. Right, agreed. Well, we're trying to clean that up a little for him. Which is exactly where I can come in. Oh, okay, we don't want to lie. Just sort of, you know, paint him in a favourable light. I don't think it's a lie when I say he was the greatest treasure hunter of all time. Oh, I actually, I didn't know about that. Where have you heard that one? I mean, Rupert Murdoch told me directly. Did he? When did you? Uh, well, by directly, I mean very indirectly. Okay, go may on. Have, may have even read it on some kind of blog. Was it your blog? It might have been. <laughs> okay. Let's have, look, that was a hard one. You know, he's not in your generation. Sure, sure. We'll go with something else. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, again, you know, those are real people with real... Is that clear that we want... Yeah, yeah, yeah? absolutely. Okay. Real stories, just the hard-hitting facts, nothing yeah. but... I mean, uh, mm. let's, go, let's go with someone we all know, you all know, right. a bit hipper. Sure. Yeah, she's been out of the limelight for a while. We kind of want to bring her back in. She's quite cool. She's still young. She's still hip. We want to sort of bring her back in. Kate Hudson. What do you know about her as oh, a biographer? You I seem mean, to be around about town, Hollywood guy. You yeah, must know yeah. a lot about her. She's a, a nice woman by all accounts. She's made some great movies, always, uh, or sorry, almost famous. Do you want to get the facts right oh, here? Yeah, I'm not always famous yet. No, no, I would not make that mistake. Certainly doesn't apply to her, does it? Oh, ho, ho. Um, Quite like Kate Hudson. That was mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> you think she will take offense if you're saying she's not always famous? I feel a bit unkind. Um, <laughs> I like Kate Hudson. Daughter, Goldie Horn's daughter. Yep. So, you know, that's some she good... Kurt, Kurt Russell's daughter? Is she going out with him? No, is she? Oh, I don't think so. Oh. Um, be weird if she was. That's like her stepdad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hence my <laughs> confusion. Not, a, not 100% sure who her dad is. Mm. But what if I told you it was Steve Irwin? Really? Well, I mean, I would be openly shocked. I've yeah, I've not heard that. This is the kind of thing that I can just throw into an autobiography like that. Oh, so where where did you have you I seen mean, a birth no, certificate or something? No, not at all. I'm just saying that I never heard right, that it wasn't so, Steve Irwin. Yeah, again, I think we're off track. Again, you know, tell me how you feel about just communicating some facts. You know, just really hard hitting true facts. You know, you can seek them out, do some investigating. I mean, I can do some research, but why do that when? Uh, you can just start rumours. That's always been my motto. Well, I mean, let's go with a historical figure. Sure, sure. I mean, you know, everyone knows a lot about him. Give us, tell it, what do you know about Julius Caesar? Just give us the honest truth biography, you know, really hard-hitting journalism stuff. He was feared and revered in equal measure. Mm. That might even be the uh, title of the book, Feared right. and Revered. Um, and uh, of, of your book of your life or... Of Julius Caesar. Oh, right. <laughs> I, am not I thought yet. you might be feared and revered for the lies you could make up about people. No, no, no. I only tell the hard-hitting facts like um, the time that Julius Caesar uh, wrestled a crocodile. Are you mixing that up with Steve Irwin, Kate uh, Hudson's dad? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But you did refer to him as Kate Hudson's dad <laughs> right then, so see how this already works? <laughs> and see. <laughs> Imagine that. How did biographers get away with that? I don't know about you, but I found that guy quite charming. Okay, well, <laughs> I mistake. feel like he was about to get hired. 
<laughs> I mean, what would you put it? What would you throw into my biography? To spy? If I was to hire you as my bi- biographer, yeah. What the extra thing? You know, obviously you're like, I'm keen on it because I want some extra things thrown sure, in to spice up sure. my image when I'm gone. You fathered Bindi Irwin. <laughs> no, again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm really honest, Steve and Kate. I can see that. <laughs> Something believable that we could just pretend that you got away with. Yeah. Um, you climbed the world's tallest mountain. Mount Everest. I said, I mean, maybe. <laughs> Are you going to invent another mountain? Maybe there might have no been. No one a... has since repeated <laughs> the mountain fell in the sea. Or it could be the opposite. Mount Everest rose since then. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> no, I like, because then someone's gone higher than me. <laughs> That's true. The moment I conquered it, the mountain fell in shame. Yeah, and so you'll forever be the highest. <laughs> and that's the kind of shit that sells biographies. <laughs> Damn it, he's got me. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> we had our friend Ben from high school, his bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you pointed out, it was also the same day as a going away party for our friend Rowan. Yes. So me and my roommate Julian, we head to this this going away party first Mm -hmm. and the plan was to have a few drinks and then head to the bachelor party but annoyingly the bachelor party was the first thing on the agenda was go-karting oh so you can't really drink no and especially this place you had to be 0.0 oh wow so you can't drink at all well there was enough are they testing you what do you mean 0.0 like on the website like they take a blood test to sit down well like, I've never been breathalyzed before going go-karting. No. But on the website, it said 0.0. So, it was like, well, you don't want to risk it, really. No. So I'm great at go-karting, in case you're wondering. I'm really good at I'm, it. I'm not. Really? Yeah, I came <laughs> out, of, out of, like, I think there was maybe 15 of us. I think I came about 11th. Really? I'm really good at it. You should have subbed me in. I'm great. I keep spinning out. Like, that's my what? problem. How? Because Cause the back end is so light. I, I just take the corners out? too this quickly. This is not Toad. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know you could spin out outside of Mario Kart. Yeah. Which, and again, is such a weird game concept. Who came up with that? The like, geniuses. Just accepted it because it's been around since our childhood. And this is literally the first time I've, like, considered, like, of all the racing methodologies they've gone with go-karts. <laughs> it works. Yeah, it's just so weird, though. Why? Anyway, 50 cc's, were you? Did you know? <laughs> 100 at least. Was it? I don't think they measure in cc's. Mm, okay. But they didn't tell us. They um. But there's no like reverse on a go kart. No. So, so once you spun out, you're stuck yeah, until you're the fucked. guy saves you. Right. You have to wait for everyone else to just you know slow down <laughs> and the guy to come over and like pull you out of the barrier. Laugh and, at you. Yeah, basically. So that that keeps fucking me over. Like I think I just take the corners too quickly. Yeah. Well, you're a fool. I'm great. Well, I want to do the power slide. No, you you can't outside again of Mario Kart. Uh, evidently. No. Well, you can, but. Do you try to do the power start as well by revving? Yeah, the <laughs> go on the second uh, light. Um, so me and Julian got there, and it's like a few hours still before go karting. So, so you like, can have like one or we two. Can, yeah, we can have like one drink. We're at a bar, and it's not like you know I'm a big drinker or anything anyway. But we were there for a few hours. It felt it feels Awkward weird to just not to, have a drink. Yeah, just yeah. to stand around not drinking and I'm trying to cut down on uh, the amount of coke I drink as well. So I'm like, really? Whoa. Yeah, we can. This we is can, a Ben I don't even know. We can delve into that yeah, later. Yeah, I, I just, I'm, ast- I'm astonished. <laughs> I feel like I've, you've told me a different height. <laughs> <laughs> but you, um, 
So that limits your choices of beverage and stuff. Well, what have you got left? Exactly. Well, especially since my... Lemonade or water. My typical drink of choice is bourbon and Coke. Yeah. I'm just astounded. It's a big lifestyle change. We'll get to it. I'll tell this story first. Okay. So I... Yeah, we both get one drink and then about an hour later, our friend Ben, who's a bachelor party, is coming up that night and Mm -hmm. another friend of ours from high school, Lachlan, both Mm -hmm. show up and they both get a drink. Uh Uh-oh. So there's and one guy left without a drink. Be more. Well, I got like, you know, just a Coke. Okay. Oh, you did. I made the exception. And Julian had a second drink. Uh-oh. And then they start doing all this. Like they've finished that drink mm-hmm. and start doing, you know, the alcoholic math. So it's like, well, we've got oh, like wow. another hour and a half until That's definitely how you want to spend time with friends. Like, no, 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 let's not have a conversation. It's but like when someone starts telling you about their diet. There was time for both. Okay, good. We had, you know, an argument over the planet Endor. Right. You know, how, I, no. if you're, I, this, this was a good chunk of our discussion was in Star Wars, they always refer to the forest moon of Endor. Okay. I was like, is that the moon? Oh, or is of it, Endor. Or is it yeah. the planet's moon? Like, is it like is the planet called Endor or is the moon, moon called, called Endor? Endor? So there Forest was moon of Endor. I would have thought the planet is. Uh, yes, you're correct. Oh, great! And <laughs> well, that went well for and, me. And the, that and was the, underwhelming. And the moon is nameless, only referred to as, as the forest, the forest moon, moon of Endor. Endor. Um, right. And it's fucking confusing because it's in the Endor system. Also confusing. And that I sy- suppose you got New York City and New York State, but, so with those precedent. Well, okay, but that system also has two suns called Endor 1 and Endor 2, <laughs> which is like if you were, you know... I suppose you've got the whole universe. You've got to slow down on names. No, you don't. Really? It's... The, you know, that's, isn't it like ever expanding into infinity? If I lived in the Star Wars world, I'm like, hey, mom, I'm just going to Endor for an afternoon. Well, she'd be like, well, obviously not the suns. You'll incinerate. So I assume it must be that planet surely, with the like, forest moon. Their equivalent of NASA is going to get confused. <laughs> no, probably not. Like I've been studying Endor for years. Like which one? Which one? Come on. No, they've got Endor the forest 1 and Endor moon 2. Of Endor. It, uh, it, Why do you know this? Because we spent an afternoon Googling it. Oh, wow. So we had time to do alcoholic math and we right. had time to have conversations about Yeah, I can see why you wanted to stop having conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Go on to talking about alcohol. So... That aside, we uh, they, they're like, all right, so if we can have one more drink, we've got like about an hour, an hour and a half to go before the go-karting. Yeah. We can digest it before sure. then, blah, blah, blah. And they convince themselves to get another Oh, drink. that's a mistake. So Drink number three. Uh, the rest of the guys are on two, I'm on one. Fine. Yeah, I think two and one is fine. I wouldn't push to three. Well, like it was approaching. Like we, by the time we left, there was like an hour before, you know, race time. So, um, but we're like, well, I guess mentally they're like, well, first of all. I don't feel I've, drunk. Yeah. I've never been breath tested as well in my life before going go-karting. Like, no. We're, like we feel fine. Like it's just, you know, something they have to legally put on the website. Right. No. Right. I bet it doesn't turn out that way. It does not. You've got we, a big smile. We got to the... You look um, like you've just escaped from Alcatraz. <laughs> we get to the go-karting place and they're like, all right, just sign in here and then we'll breathalyze you. Damn. And each of us is just like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> sort of muddling around at yeah. the back of the line. Exactly. <laughs> stretching. The, taking one, breath mint. Because like, like words so the slowly. the three of you like sort of like, I can just the imagine like the four of you like pushing each other forward and like. Well, first of all, like 
me and uh, Julian found out first because we talked to the bartender. Well, you must be loving life at this point. You're like, I'm fine. Well, I knew, I'm like, well, maybe if Julian gets tested first, if he's I, okay, I'm Harrison, okay. I'm going to look great. Yeah. So word was getting around. Like sure. we found out Ooh. and then we're like, let's go Spreading. tell Ben. Let's yeah. go tell Rowan. And they had like on the wall a breath testing machine. But they had no straws in it, so we couldn't. We're like, I was like, "Oh, let's test ourselves now. At least if we find avoid out, embarrassment. right? It's like, oh yeah, I guess I just don't feel like go karting anymore. Yeah, just, just realized I'm against it. Right. I don't believe in burning of fossil fuels for recreation. Right. And so again, like we're trying to justify. It. It's like, oh, it's been like long enough, hasn't it? Like I feel oh, fine. No. Oh no. All that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, if you're okay, I'm okay. Oh, I only no. had one, you had two. Mm. It's like, yeah, but I got there later. And so everyone's kind of like freaking out. Yes. And like, I mean, the worst they can do is just say, so you, can't you can't go kart, which again, again, it's fine. We want to go go kart. Of course. Especially, you especially you're terrible at it. Uh, ben, because it's his Bucks night. That would be disappointing as the bug. Yeah, right. If we're just all waving at him while we do that. <laughs> like, this is great. Yeah. If he's allowed to throw shells at you from the sideline, <laughs> <laughs> that could uh, redeem it somewhat. Like we start lining up and a few people start getting tested and, you know, they're all the people that haven't been drinking. Yeah, they're afternoon. fist pumping the air. Like what a great decision yeah, it made. Basically, they're all fine. Ben disappears. Oh, no. I'm like, where's he to gone? do what? And then, like, we see him emerge, like, a minute later with a glass of water in his hand. He's, <laughs> like, trying to dilute it. Wow. It's like, if I just up my total blood volume. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works, but yeah, whatever if, we can... If you put more water into your body, it creates total blood volume right. higher. Yeah, we'll, we'll lower the percentage that way. <laughs> One wow. glass of water is really just going to tip him over the edge. Yeah. And so... All the other boys have, like, pissed off to the back of the line because <laughs> they're scared shitless. So I was like, all right, I'll... Of being refused go-karting yeah. again. Scared well, it, shitless. I don't know. It just it felt like a lot of pressure at the time. Ooh. We line up. I get to the front. I'm like, Uh-oh. all right, let's do this. You'll be fine. I blow into it. Like, it's, like, not one of those ones where you have to put your lips around a straw. Okay. You have to blow into just, like, a box, basically. Like, mm. there's a little end. And... I'm so nervous that I can't even get a good breath. <laughs> it's like when you have a birthday cake and you can't yeah. blow out the candles. Oh, wow. And so the guy's like nice looking at it. no breath. Right. He's oh. like, uh, just into the tube. And you're like. <laughs> and I, he kind of has to look at it to make sure it's like not broken working. or something. Because oh, you're such a bad breather. Right. No one, you know, this never happens to anyone. Oh, my gosh. I give it another shot. It passes. Oh. I'm like, yes. And like high five the group. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm on 0.0. It's awesome. <laughs> Julian was up next and he... Ooh, he's got to be closest to not making it. Well, he he was on two, but he'd been there for longer than... Like he'd been there for an extra hour. He was on three, I thought. No, no, no. He was just on two. Oh, that's fine. But he'd been there for like an hour longer than Lachlan and Ben. So right. if anyone was going to be next okay, it was him. Okay. He does it. He passes. It's all Excellent. right. And we're like celebrating. Like, yeah, fuck you guys. You guys are done, you son. You're done. Yeah. We're, we're going Watch go-karting. Watch Lachlan. Lachlan and Ben do it. Ben passes. Lachlan goes up and he can't breathe into it either. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy like has to like keep. He, he has to keep checking. I can't believe how nervous you guys are. It, it was so intense. I like, can tell. The adrenaline rush. the guy like what's going on I think so like he thought the machine was broken because he's like I've never had anyone so nervous about this I mean this is almost more exciting than the go-karting it was like uh, the adrenaline rush we got from that was way more intense than the actual hour that we spent driving (gasps) on the track wow he passes so we're going go-karting oh that's good everyone gets to go right 
<laughs> and I should also point and out. So then you guys all celebrated with a drink. And yeah. Cheers. Um, I should also just point out while we were at Rowan's, mm-hmm. um, one of the other stimulating conversations that we had after the indoor discussion was about Ben's pants. Okay. He was wearing these purple tracksuit pants. That's a weird choice for your box. I right? thought so as well, especially since we were going to, uh, you know, quite a nice bar beforehand and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but they didn't really look like tracksuit pants. That was what, like, Lachlan was so what fascinated. Parachute pants? It was a little, it was <laughs> a little like parachute pants. Like they were um, that kind of material. That's amazing. So you could kind of get away with them seeming a bit more upmarket than just regular tracksuit. Sure. What, were, what was he going for? Like comfort or like the sporty, like... No, he didn't really think about fashion. It was pretty obvious that that was the case. Okay. Like he was just like throwing something on. purple pants on and I'm out the door. Right. So, we, yeah, we do the go-karting. We As had... it turns out, they're those stripper's pants that rip off at the sides. He was his own stripper. <laughs> yeah, he was wearing terrible. That would be quite the Bucks party. It's like, I've hired a stripper, boys. Me. Me. <laughs> uh, it was not like that. So, yeah, after go-karting, that was all fun. We uh, head to a bar in the city. It's like, it was like, pretty late at night by this point. Sure. Everyone's uh, ready to have a drink because, you know, we've been driving around for hours and, you know, Bucks party, like... You got to get it. Ba- yeah, the theme is basically drink. let's get Let's get drunk, really hammered. Especially let's, let's recreate get, the hangover. Let's get the Buck drunk. Sure. Absolutely. And so I was there for like maybe an hour and a half and then they like pump up the music. Like it's so loud that you can't talk to anyone. Great. At least Ben's pants were the loudest thing there anyway. <laughs> that was that. <laughs> and we'd been going since like, you know, three o'clock. Cause yeah. we had like me and Julian had Rowan's thing and we got there pretty early. And so like it was basically a full day by that point. So I headed home early. I had a few drinks. We did like a Skittle bomb, Ooh. which is a mother energy drink and like Jägermeister or oh, something okay. like that. Okay. So it's like a Jägerbomb. Yeah. But with a different energy drink. Basically. Uh, okay. I'm not rushing out to try it. <laughs> you don't have to. I'm just uh, I'm not saying like this was, I don't know, 10.30 at night and I had one of those and I had a bourbon and Coke. And so I was like buzzing. Two Cokes in one night. I know. I was off the, off the wagon. I can tell. But yeah, I was like trying to talk to people and it just wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, I'm done. So I headed home at that point. The rest of the party kicked on. I go back home to bed and I just can't sleep because I've had these energy drinks. Sure. 2 a.m. I get a phone call. Excellent. And it was from Brendan. He, also good. He Still great. was our ex-roommate. He was also at the Bucks party. Really? I did not know those guys were friends. Yeah. Well, like he's friends with, you know, Steve and Julian and all that. And so kind of just part of the group now. So I'm like, well, if it was anyone else, I'd kind of be like, I don't want to answer a call from you at 2 a.m. But you were like, this is going to be great. Well, like there was a part of my mind that was, this is this like could, could just be funny because I knew he was out with the boys. Right, but you're also like, he's not a 2 a.m. caller. Yeah, I thought like he probably just wanted to ask if he could crash at ours for the night or uh, something. Ah, right, okay. You know, so you're like, it's either admin or hilarious. Uh, yeah, like we live in the city. He's probably just, you know, saying, oh, I'm on my way. Leave a blank out for me or something. <laughs> Leave out two towels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was it him that did that to the previous guest? Yep, yep. Yeah, I thought so. And... So I, like, I stare at the phone while it's ringing for like a good oh my gosh. five seconds. You're like the traumatized ex-boyfriend. Basically, <laughs> well, I'm like, do I want to pick this up or not? And by the time I finally do, it was too late. Okay. And so I'm just about to call him back, but then Julian calls. Okay. So I answer that phone call because I assume it's the same kind of thing. He's probably just like, oh, I'm with Brendan. Leave out two towels. <laughs> so 
I talked to Julian. He's like clearly like drunk off his face. Great. And he's like, Ben's in a coma. <laughs> that was like the words that he used. Wow. Okay. It's like, not great. Ben's in a coma. And it, you're like, well, I'm Ben and it's not me. So yeah. that leaves one Ben. Right. Uh, he's like, can you come pick him up? I'm like, fuck. No. And so what? Like, what? I don't know. That would, I'd be like, call an ambulance. What do you mean he's in a coma? Like he was obviously just that drunk that he was just dead by the sounds <laughs> of it. Oh no. Uh, I'm like, I totally don't want to do this, but now i answered the phone now. Right, like I I've, can't say no. Right. I've got in, myself involved in it. It really sounded like they didn't have any other options because right. they were waiting for taxis and no one was willing to pick him up. Because he was on the ground. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> I don't want this corpse in my car. So I'm like, fuck, oh, fine. Oh, we him. Exactly. I'll come get you. Oh, I'll wow. let me know where you are. Yeah. And he's like, all right, thanks so much. We're at Parliament Station. Okay, it's not that far. No, it's not far, but it's just still frustrating. Right. And so I get close to the Parliament Station and Julian calls me back and he's like, hey, you're on your way. I'm like, yeah, whereabouts like at Parliament Station are you? Because there's four different exits. Yeah. He's like, you can hear him kind of just go to the group, like trying to oh. get the consensus of where they are. And he comes back, he's like, I'm on Spring Street. I'm like, they're Again, all, they all are. they're all on Spring, Spring Street. Street. Yeah. Just. <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm near the steps. He's talking oh. about the parliament steps. Okay. That helps. It doesn't, of. it doesn't help. Are they all near that? Yes. It's uh, called parliament station. Yeah, they're all okay. near the parliament they all building. Parliament. Okay. So yeah, this I'm is like, also true. whatever, this is going nowhere. He's clearly drunk. I'll just drive around and look for them. Yep. And so I'm driving around and I go to like all four exits. Is I it going to turn him. out that. Ben's not Ben, he's a paper mache doll. And no one realized. <laughs> that, <laughs> That's that why he's paralyzed. That'd be almost as good. Yeah, so I'm like, well, I've been to all of the exits. Like, where the fuck is he? Mm. Brendan calls me again. Mm-hmm. And he sounded coherent on the oh, phone. Oh, that's great. Like, he wasn't as drunk as Julian, but his phone connection was so bad, I couldn't understand him. All I could make out was oh Parliament and Spring Street. This I'm like, like, I know. Taken. Pa- yeah. But it's like, I don't understand why his phone is so shitty. I'm like talking to him and he's like, Shh, like in the background, like he's standing under a waterfall or something. I'm like, Get someone a new pulled phone. the most amazing thing on me today. I was calling someone for work and they wanted to pretend the phone dropped her out. Right? Yeah. So they obviously took the phone away from them fa- their face and pressed the keypad a few times. So it was like, on my end. And I was like, that's the wrong tone. And like, you're not mechanically spaced apart. It's like, do this did not disconnect. Maybe they were trying to give you Morse code. I don't know. I just can't believe they went to the bother to pretend it disconnected to press their keypad. Yeah, that's, that's a bold move. <laughs> I, I don't even know if it does that when you get disconnected anymore. Yeah, I, I, I don't know either. <laughs> well, I just really appreciated the work. I was like, this is like a performance artist. Anyway, sorry. Um, I loved it. So, yeah, I, I finished talking to Brendan, hang up. I'm like, I just go back to the first one and yep. they were there. And like somehow I'd drive past them and not mm-hmm. noticed. But it's like half an hour later by this time. And uh, I pull up and there's a group of about six of them and Ben. Okay. And so it's again. That is like, a big group. Yeah. It's Ben like unconscious on the floor, <laughs> just kind of like propped up. Oh, wow. Um, like puke all over his oh, body, great. his new pants and his t-shirt. His new pants. And... Uh, you should have brought two towels. I should have. Uh, Brendan was there. Julian was there. Lachlan was there. And mm. our mate Steve was there as well. And like a couple of Ben's cousins. And so 
not being cousins to not confuse people. <laughs> Brendan opens the door and he's like, all right, game plan. Oh. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> when like, something starts like that, yeah. you know you've got to settle in. When there's a game plan, like, because they've had like half an hour to come like, up with plan something. plan this, yeah. right. I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, what have I got myself into Indeed. here? Indeed. They're like, follow that taxi. Basically, they just happen to be right next to this recycling bin of cardboard boxes. <laughs> Oh, gross. I don't know what's worse. Him or the, like, manky cardboard boxes. Well, he's got, like, puke all over mm. himself. And so they're like, we don't want to get it in your car. Of course. So Brendan starts lining my back seat with cardboard. <laughs> oh, wow. He did, he did a pretty good job of, like, coverage. Like, he's just getting him out of this recycling bin. Oh, wow. And just my entire back seat of the car is now That's covered amazing. in cardboard. Well done. And the boys kind of, like, carry Ben into the back seat and... Steve's like, we don't want to get puke on your upholstery. We should take his pants off. Oh, no. No, I don't like the game plan anymore. And like Brendan had already put down the cardboard. It would have been fine. Yeah. But next thing I know, like I'm turning around and Ben's pants are like half off. How are you going to explain that to him if he wakes up? That wasn't my concern at the moment. But (laughs) yeah, uh, I'm assuming he did get a bit of a surprise. You would. So, yeah, taking off the pants, probably unnecessary. Yeah, again, but he's like, I, I wouldn't go that far. His legs are like halfway out of the car. His body's halfway in. Oh, he's, my gosh. What does this look like to passers-by? He's still completely unconscious. Apparently, like, I got the story from Julian as we were driving home. They were having to carry him down the street, like, basically one person on each limb. Oh, wow. Wow. Like, he's like, uh, what's that, like? guy amongst the tiny society that like pins him down gulliver gulliver yeah gulliver's travels yeah yeah, gulliver's as you said like weekend and bernie's is like oh my god literally propping up a dead body wow i can't believe the police did not get involved in this at any point yeah me too and uh like he got kicked out of the bar that's how this whole thing gets started and like across the street is like another very busy bar Okay. And so apparently they're like trying to carry him and everyone at this other busy bar is like, is he okay? <laughs> like, like, yeah, don't worry about us. Just carrying just this carrying our friend unconscious man yeah. at 2am. But like, it must've looked so ridiculous with like, just literally, you can't do the whole thing. Like, you know, prop him up by one person under each arm. Like because that, he can't walk. Yeah. He's unconscious. So they just literally just like, all right, oh boys, grab a limb. They grab a limb each. Yeah. Grab the nearest limb. And oh, then wow. I guess they tried to carry him to Parliament Station to catch the train, but the trains Head weren't stopped. running right. at that point. So like, fuck, what do we do? They couldn't get a taxi. And uh, at this point, another guy that we went to high school with, Thomas Nelton, wow. walks past. Just by chance. Yeah. It's like 2 a.m. What like a probably, thing to probably, see. Probably 2.30 <laughs> at this point. And wow. Ben and Tom were like friends in high school, but I haven't seen each other what for 10 weird, years. Like, what a weird... Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Yeah. So, like, obviously, Tom's just like, oh, hey, it's my buddy Ben. What's going on? <laughs> He's just, like, dead on the side of the street. <laughs> Pantsless. Yeah. Being shoved into a car like, covered in vomit. Hey, guys, don't mind me. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he kept walking. I would. <laughs> so we got him in the car. He's got no pants on. But he wasn't throwing up, so I counted it as a win. Mm-hmm. We get him back to the apartment, and it's like, well, we've only got two of us. We need oh, to. Oh, how are we gonna like get him in? Right inside. Right. Luckily, he was semi-conscious Conscious. at this point, so he was able to use his legs. So we carry him with the, just the two of us, basically making sure he's upright. Okay. And so we start walking from the car to the elevator, and he 
can only say one word. Oh no, what is it? Poo. <laughs> oh no, that's not what you want to hear. And he it? says it repeatedly. That means that's about to occur, I would have thought. Well, it kind of... Or was it like he was swearing about the situation? No, he wasn't swearing. Okay. He, it was either he needed to yeah. or he hit already. Oh no. And I wasn't sure which was which. And I don't want to find out. Yeah, but well, me and Julian start panicking. We're like, oh, no. She would. Do not do that. There's two minutes from home. <laughs> like, you're so close. Hold off. <laughs> it's just, like, we're just like walking and he's like, poo, 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 poo. I need wow. a poo, poo. Really? And uh, oh, like, wow. Ben, no, you're not allowed to poo. <laughs> bad Ben. Yeah. Very bad boy. Just wait, hold off. We're oh. almost at the elevator. And do it on our couch if you do it anyway. And keep in mind, he's only in his underwear and t-shirt at this point. So, this is going to look so weird to anyone else in the building. Oh, like the security guards must have been like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then he looks down, he sees all the like puke on his shirt and he like smells like oh. vomit. And so he's like, like he sort of somehow stammered out. He thought that he had pooed on his shirt. I'm like, no, Ben, you didn't shit all over your t-shirt. That doesn't make physical sense. <laughs> How would you even manage yeah, that? Right. So Why would you think it was poo? Because he was just so fucked up that wow. he couldn't handle it. That's a lot of alcohol. I don't think I've ever been that drunk. Well, apparently, like, at one point, he was complaining because he's like, this is my Bucks party and I'm the soberest one here. Oh, no, that's a mistake. And you never so say that. then everyone just bought him a shot. Oh, no. And, like, it sounds like he went from, you know, 100 to 100. To, that's how it yeah. happens, though. You hit the wall. That's yeah. how I always, like, I don't slowly get drunk. Do you? Uh, I'm, like, fine. And then I'm, like, oh, my gosh, I'm not fine. Yeah, I know what you mean. So I think that's, that's what happened. It's just, like, all of a sudden he was just from, like, running around to paralyzed. Oh, so we get him up to the apartment. Luckily, there's no poo anywhere. No. But it didn't stop him from, like, chanting it like a freaking monk <laughs> all the way up. Boo, boo. Uh, so we get him to the toilet and he instantly, like, strips naked. Oh, good, I guess. Well, I mean, probably for the best because his clothes are covered in puke anyway. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'll go back down and get his pants from the car. And oh, what a brave man. A few other things. Captain notes here. Well, there was like, a, like I took a puke bucket with me just in case and he didn't use it in the car. But okay. I'm like, well, I wonder, like if he's going to sleep in our apartment, it's probably he's best to have it one. next to him. Yeah. I'd be worried he'd like choke on his vomit. He wasn't throwing up by that stage. Okay. So we were like not too worried about that part of it. But, you know, I just wanted to cover all bases. Mm. And meanwhile, Erica's asleep in her bedroom. Oh, no, not and, for long. Yeah, he... Julian's just yelling at him, Ben, sit on the toilet, <laughs> like, sit, sit down. Wow. Um, I think, like, when, when I left, he knew that he'd woken Eric up, so he was kind of, like, loudly drunk and whispering, sorry, Erica, like, outside the oh, bedroom door. No. Oh, no. And oh, she's... Oh, my gosh, Erica's life is so hard. <laughs> and she's uh, just in bed, it's like, you don't have to apologize, but just shut up. Like, Did she is, say that? Well, she told me the next uh, morning. That she's just like, be quiet now. Yeah, like, this is not helping. This is making things he, worse for he's me. like, sorry, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Did he manage to sit on the toilet? Yeah, so that happened. And uh, But when I came back, he was, like, on the couch in Julian's underwear. Um, <laughs> wow, with, that's bonding. With the beanbag on him like he obviously just grabbed the nearest thing for a blanket to, like, cover him yeah as it was cold because he's just wearing this underwear and i'm like how did you get underwear on him and julian describes this scene like oh, no it's like wrestling an octopus yeah basically ben apparently like oh, 10 minutes no. ago he couldn't walk now he's running around the apartment <laughs> naked and julian's chasing him with his underwear <laughs> and so he's like basically just <laughs> 
trying to get him to not sit on things. Oh, oh, wow. So he's like, no, don't sit on the couch. No, not on my bed. No, no. He's, he's like, he sat on my bed. Why? Why did this happen? I don't know. I've never been that drunk when someone's had to chase me with underpants. And so I was... Like, just imagining you put yakety sacks. Like, <laughs> I was thinking about The Simpsons. I don't know why. It's, it's like totally out of a cartoon. Oh, it's way. hilarious. Like, <laughs> wow. And uh, so how did he manage to get them on him? Like, do you have to pin him down I think and like, he basically, wrestle them on? I think he just basically dressed a grown man. But how? I'm a grown man that was resisting it. Yeah, I, I don't think he had to like pin him down, okay. but it did take some work by the sound That's of it. That's hilarious. Like by the time that I'd thrown all the cardboard out of my back seat and came back, he had him on him. So, but it was like at least good ten minutes of chasing him, I guess. <laughs> and why was he running away? Did he? Was there any explanation as to why he was running away from the underpants? Because he's just so out of it. Like there's no. <laughs> all, the only explanation that you needed is it was like blind off his face. Yeah, but why are you running away from underpants? Like no, I'm not gonna. I, I don't know. Maybe because they weren't his or. <laughs> He was just like enjoying being naked. I, I, yeah, I'm I only making it up him. at that point. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he thought the underpants were some kind of snake. He was <laughs> hallucinating. Who knows? So I get him a blanket. Julian had given him the customary towel. Really? Yeah. I don't oh, know. Wow. I'm it's like, part of staying over here, isn't it? You receive a towel. Yeah. A towel's bestowed upon you. And but like in my trip down to the car, mm-hmm. I realized that his pants weren't there. And, like, his shirt was there. Okay. But, well, no, not his favourite pants. Yeah. And so, I like, I tell Julian and it turns out Steve had thrown out the pants. Oh, no, that's not going to go down well. Yeah, but, like, more than that, I think his phone was in his pocket. Oh. So, we had his wallet. Like, I think his wallet had fallen out of oh, his pocket good. at one stage. Um, so, Julian had that, but... We couldn't find his phone. Oh, no. And Brendan called to see if he was all right. And I was telling him about like chasing him around the apartment. But he's like, oh, yeah, I didn't see the phone. I don't know what happened to it. And so, yeah, like the next day he posts this like Facebook status update. Like, thanks, guys. A great box party. I I really wish I had my pants. Yeah, I lost my phone and my pants in the process. (laughs) <laughs> Apparently that didn't go down too well with the girlfriend. Like, really? Well, I, mean, I imagine like you read something like that and you're like, well, why do you not was, have your pants? Yeah, he's probably like, With you know, fucking around like, on me. Yeah, you wouldn't be that pleased. It's like, no, you? my friends just undressed me in the streets <laughs> and threw out my vomit-soaked if pants. If anything, they were uh, trying to give me clothes. Yeah, and so Julian had to give him like an old wardrobe basically to get him home. He's you know given oh him gosh. an old pair of tracksuit pants, and he describes it as like he had just looked like he looked like he'd just checked out of hospital. <laughs> <laughs> like shuffling about and like because yeah. yeah, he's got one bag which he had to like triple bag his like uh, vomit soaked clothes right he's got like a a, a a t-shirt just like covered in puke in a plastic bag Ooh. and the only thing that he was wearing from the day before Ooh. was his shoes Ooh. yeah so uh successful bucks party Ooh. i would say Moving on. The Bachelor is back on TV. Oh, well, I was wondering when we were getting to this. In the first episode, everyone's kind of got to have their gimmick. So you get out of the limo. Being hot no longer cuts it? No, because you're you're hanging with like 20 other hot girls. 
So they all have to kind of stand out from the pack if you want to survive oh, night one. Right, okay. And so they're like one girl rides in on a camel and she'll be like, hey. I feel like she, someone must have helped her to organize that. I mean, the show producers obviously doing the camel wrangling. Yeah, okay, good. Because she's not just like, oh, I've got this great yeah, gimmick, guys, no, stand back. I, I suspect she doesn't rock up to uh, the set and they'll be like, what's with the camel? And she's like, just wait. <laughs> yeah. I've got the this perfect line. This is about line. to go full circle. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Bit of uh, camel humor there. Yeah, she jumps off the camel and is like, I don't know about you, but I like a good hump. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a lot of work to go to for a bad pun, mm. but yet they all do it. But you know that they rock up to set and the producers are like, all right, we've got this great idea. And then they have to like talk Go the girls into it. it. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you signed up for this show. You knew what you were <laughs> signing on for. And so you, you uh, it's really the luck of the draw. If you want to be the girl who gets to wear like the skimpy outfit so everyone right. can like bitch about you. Okay. That's... Or like the girl who reads the poem or something. Yeah. This is like you're coming out of the limo. You've got like one chance to like wow him. Oh, let's replay this. You okay. can be you. I'll be the bachelorette. All right. You can just bring your A game. I feel like uh, I don't even need to get into character. Okay, should we play some sort of jingle to get you into it? Tonight on The Bachelorette. And this is the car door now opens. Mm-hmm. You're revealed in your lovely tux. I look great. Wait, sorry, are you The Bachelorette? I'm you're... The Bachelorette. Okay. You're yeah. the man. Yeah. You've got to wow me. I just um... want to be wowed. That's for me talking to camera. All right. <laughs> I just want to be wowed. Me to camera. None of these guys so far have really given me anything to go on. I just... I want to be wowed. And scene begins. You arrive on a... On a tricycle. (laughs) I was not wowed. (laughs) And then... I can bounce back from this. Okay. Uh, Do you get off it? Or do you ride it right up to me? I do some wheelies first. Like circle you a few times. This reminds me of primary school when my brother used to charge neighbourhood kids to do bike tricks over me. Like, hey baby, you know what they say about guys with small bikes? No. Big wheels. (laughs) (laughs) And so you'll be so baffled. (laughs) I was completely baffled. Yeah, that uh, you'll have, you know, you'll be thinking about me the rest of the night. Like, what did he mean by that? It sounded like a double entendre, but I think it was meaningless. <laughs> I saw him standing over there, away from the group later. <laughs> He's so mysterious. Everything he says is some kind of aloof intellectual joke that yeah. I can't even understand. <laughs> it sounds vaguely sexual, but I, yeah, I understand none of it. <laughs> what a mysterious figure he cuts over there with his bizarre openness and his tricycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought I'd just say some weird shit that <laughs> she probably would not understand and try to make some meaning out of. I'm really not that deep, but hopefully she thinks I am. I mean, he's obviously in touch with the child inside. He's going to make a great dad. Look at him on that tricycle. I really love my fucking tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop me doing wheelies on this baby. And, and it's got so great balance. <laughs> and to see. <laughs> of the journal my dad bought for my grandpa the title of baron okay for wow like a birthday present at some stage right so, so are you landed gentry do you have to be landed to have to, there are, I to think be there a is, gentry i think there is land involved okay i don't know how much land mm-hmm. but there's two things that i'm aware of that this allows you to do one is right. you can 
hold a market. <laughs> That's pretty good. Like just unexpectedly. I'm like I'm I mean, starting my market just I, I, anywhere. I guess theoretically. I just think legally they're not like if the police come and you're like, hey, you're not allowed to hold this market here. <laughs> you can be like, au oh, contraire. I beg to differ. Yeah. You're like, oh, sorry, Baron Moore. I didn't realize who I was talking to. <laughs> Is it only on your land or anywhere in Scotland or anywhere in the world? I don't think it's anywhere in Scotland, okay. but like within however wide this, uh, you know, region. Right. You know, kind I of kind of want to know now where you can hold your market. What would you sell? Beads. <laughs> bees? I'll sell beads and bees. I'll, I'll call it BBB Ben's Beads and Bees Market. Are you not come top it in the phone book? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Why wouldn't you? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I hate those people. Every every goddamn comedy festival, you turn it to the front page. I can't believe that. And it's like... It makes you so mad. I've never seen you react it like It makes that. you... It's like Aardvark Comedy Troop. I'm like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, you only chose that name to get the first thing. I... I really like you know they suck. <laughs> have, have the balls to stand by your, you know, your actual name. Right. So you were like, we were originally the zebra comedy troupe. I would respect that. <laughs> you were struggling. No one was coming. I reckon the people would probably, if you went to the last name in the book, yeah, people would flip to the back. Right. Like I reckon you'd do all right from that. It's just the people like in the middle that. Yeah. But. Unless your name is like really Aaron Anderson or something, <laughs> then you're not allowed to call. Like, if I was running the comedy festival yeah. or like no the, double A's in the names, the white pages or whatever, and I saw someone being like triple A pharmacy, I'm like, nope, you're fucking out. Like, <laughs> I don't care how good your pharmacy is. What if it really is like the top rated pharmacy? The only if you're like Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> Then you're allowed, like AA, triple A, those. But you have to prove it to me. You can't right. just call it. Okay. Like you have to. The reason that you call it that can't just be. I want to get front and front in the catalog. That did suck back in the day. Like there were so many like AAA driving schools. Exactly. That's the problem. Because now half the phone book is just the A volume because people are trying to cheat the system. <laughs> But no, to get back to my uh, my Amazon beef, mm, mm. I've ordered a package from them. Right. And they have like a very helpful feature that you can track your package, mm-hmm. which... So I can't move my life to that. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, like it sounds helpful because you're like, oh yeah, it's like, you know, in this state, I can kind of see how far away it is. Hopefully right. I'll be able Where's to, this one? Yeah. I'll be able to gauge when it might arrive, but... I'm, like, really looking forward to this delivery. What is it? It's the new video game, the new version of Rock Band. Okay. Oh, yeah. It comes with, like, the full drum and guitar and... There's a lot to look forward to. Right. So, it's like, it's a big box. It's going to be quite the package. You can't miss it. Yeah. And so, um, like, the game's not out in Australia yet. And even when it is, it's cost, like, $500. Oh, okay. So, like, Amazon, you know, even with the exchange rate, it works out to quite a lot cheaper. And so, I'm, like, hanging for this package to arrive. Right. So I'm like constantly refreshing this track my delivery site. Constantly. <laughs> like a couple of times a day for the Wow, event. that is yeah, okay. Yeah. And it's making me irrationally hate certain places <laughs> in the world. Ottawa. What are you hanging onto my box so long for? What's coming? Why from? aren't you guys processing boxes more quickly, Paraguay? That's basically <laughs> my thought. For the last Paraguay Paraguay, it's been there two weeks. <laughs> what are you guys doing? What is it? A national holiday? <laughs> yeah, it feels like it. I uh 
for the last like two days. It's what been have I ever in, done to you, Alaska? It's been in a carrier center in Edison, New Jersey. Oh, and you're like, Jersey, come on. Well, it's like, I know nothing about Edison, New Jersey, except for this one thing that they can't ship my package out. <laughs> it just, like, every t- time I refresh the page and it still says Edison, Edison, New Jersey, I'm like, fucking Edison, New Jersey. Like, the vision of... What are you guys doing there? It's yeah. just your box and them, like, sitting around on the boxes smoking or something. Yeah, like, I could ship this out, but fuck it. Yeah, Everyone that's right. there is just, like, lazy and doesn't <laughs> do anything. work hard at all and fat and just <laughs> the ugliest people just kicking my package to the curb. That but is so funny. Like, hey, it's going to miss that shipment tonight. Like, eh, we'll get it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that guy can wait. Come like, on, Larry. Yeah. That one's heavy. Let's take the smaller packages. In reality, they're probably like, oh, yeah, this one doesn't have the uh, priority shipping, so we'll yeah. just get to this other stuff Well, first. in reality, they're probably like, let's work our asses off. We've got yeah. hundreds of packages to right. get through. But, uh, no, it shipped out this morning. I'm like, oh, thank you, Thanks, Edison. Edison. <laughs> you, like, got back to yeah. them again. I'm like, sorry for all that trash talk I said about you, Edison, <laughs> New Jersey. I didn't mean it. We had a good thing, I right? I was just angry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Edison. How do you feel when someone takes a long time to reply to your, like a girl that you're interested in, yeah. takes a really long time to reply to your text? Like, do you start irrationally hating them? No, I suspect that they're um, like either busy or playing the game. Right. You didn't think that with Edison? They're just toying with me. Edison's <laughs> fucking with me. They're definitely doing this on purpose. No, it's just, they want me to know they're busy. Yeah. They, they don't want people to be like, oh, small town Edison. It'll be out of there in 10 minutes. What are they doing? They haven't done anything since the light bulb. So right. We've got to put ourselves on the map, though. So they're like, oh, well, we don't want the rest of the world to know we're not that busy here. Yeah. Like, just leave it till tomorrow, Larry. Your Australians are going to know. What's happening in Edison? Nothing. <laughs> they don't have a life of their own without the postal service. If you go to Edison, New Jersey, the front page of the newspaper is just like, Edison, fuck y'all. <laughs> the rest of the world can <laughs> wait for us. For your packages. Yeah. Right. What, what's it worth to you? <laughs> no, why you ask about the text message thing? Just curious. Um, so far, I don't think Edison, New Jersey are just playing hard to get. Right. I was just wondering. <laughs> yeah. Do you like it when they play hard to get? Does it make a difference to you? When a woman not someone delivering my mail is that do you like it when your mailman plays hard to get we've been we've been That's uh, annoying. had like an on and off thing for the last few years it is quite annoying if your mailman's playing hard to get mm, yeah because he should be coming right to you of anyone in the world you would think <laughs> you um, think you can trust him to deliver there's like a little bit that likes it but i'm also quite pleased if you can avoid the game playing right for the most part okay so you prefer not to have the game because I feel like, can an uninteresting woman make herself interesting with the game? Mm. Like, if I didn't text back for five days, like, sorry, just up Everest. <laughs> and then three days, like, oh, sorry, I was uh, making and flying a hot air balloon. Well, see, the <laughs> thing is you have to make it believable. Like, what if those, and I sent selfies. Yeah, like, do you remember when I was dating a police you- officer extremely briefly? Yeah. And he didn't text back for a few days and he's like, sorry, I was involved in like a hold up. You're and like, I was like, well, well, he was, well, he was at you that. better have had your hands in the air because if they weren't, you could have texted back. Yeah, and he <laughs> photos of the siege. Yeah, pretty of much. you and the hostage. Yeah, let me see your hands in the air because if you were allowed to use phones, I don't know why you weren't texting me back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, Julian Assange has been in the longest police standoff in history. It's like, well, I feel like were- the police aren't actually standing off at this point. Like, I think they've got the building surrounded, like 24-7, really? yeah. I feel like there'd be like one guy who's like, he's not coming out. I heard an interview with him this week and he said that they've spent millions of dollars just basically trying to get him. 
Wow. But he's like, what do they try and goad him out? Like, this is your favorite cheese, Julian. <laughs> they just have like the cheese on a platter and a giant like, like cardboard box with the. <laughs> really? I was thinking with a fan, so it like wafts in. Or well, maybe there's the fan and the box. Okay. That, 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 <laughs> like, like, so stick falls he, down yeah, he and hits gets the, in. He hits the ruler. Oh my god, I can't believe I fell for the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> uh, yes. No, I was more thinking they were just trying to convince him out. Like, but you haven't had beef for a while. Mm. Australian lamb with rosemary. You <laughs> cooked it straight from the amazon <laughs> right um if that's the case he he didn't let he's on. standing up to it well yeah well i'm just trying to imagine when he says trying to get him out like what they're not really actively trying they're just sort of standing there i mean it's, it's like like quite, do they blast music at the embassy or like i feel like that might be illegal um, but um he said that they were hiding behind toilets that was <laughs> picked up Maybe it was just a pervert. That's in the no mean feet. Yeah. There's not a lot of space to hide. Like, how Fonte. tiny are these police officers? They've also invented it's like Thumbelina. Yeah, that's right. How do you fit behind a toilet uh, maybe, and not be seen? Maybe they were like camouflaging themselves with the tile. Okay. <laughs> Performance like, I was amazed. Like, imagining- did my bathroom just sneeze? <laughs> I was imagining like, an amazing like contortionist like in the U-bend <laughs> like pops up at the last minute. I don't know what these police officers are up to, but it sounds like they're going to great lengths. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Worth the millions, if anything. Exactly. If we're training police officers to fit behind a toilet, who knows the outcomes that we could use that for? <laughs> but my point was... I don't envy the girls dating these officers. If they've been there for hundreds of days. Right. They're waiting for a text back. They're like, can't text. It might be that second that I need m- both my hands to grab yeah, a sponge. Yeah, you never know. Like, what happened, Larry? I don't know what's always Larry. Let's go to something else. What's a good name? For a boyfriend? Yeah. Frederick. That's terrible. Pierre. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> what happened, Pierre? <laughs> I was... Oh, you, do you want to be Pierre? Okay. What happened, Pierre? Assange got right by you. I had to wait outside the embassy. <laughs> Why are you French? It's called Pierre. <laughs> that Assange is a tricky bastard. Uh, yeah, well... Where, why did you let him get by? I tried hiding in the U-Bend. <laughs> he just recognized me instantly. <laughs> I know, and painting you up like the tiles didn't work either. I know, for six weeks I <laughs> was doing that body paint and uh. nothing. That bastard Assange, I will get him. Well, you didn't. He ran right by you this time. <laughs> what were you doing? I was setting up the giant cheese. <laughs> the fan, you'll see. I needed a big extension cord to get the waft of the cheese. <laughs> See, I, I don't think that's true. We had we had Frederick on cheese detail. What were you really doing? Ah, you know Frederick? He's so unreliable, always texting his girlfriend. Oh, oh, oh that's so, Frederick. Quite a player. Such a good name. <laughs> I wish I was a Frederick, but alas, I am just a great police officer known as Pierre. The, uh, the French-British officer. <laughs> Do you feel you'd be more sexually successful if your name was Frederick? I would definitely. Oh, that Frederick getting all the women. Oh, oh, oh I'm so jealous of Frederick. Uh, really? Because we... Player, player from the Himalaya. <laughs> That's what we all say down at the force. Oh, mercy. <laughs> oh, mercy. Oh, God. I'm just a humble police officer setting up traps here and there, but (laughs) always bung good. (laughs) That's a sign she's tricky. We have you on film on your phone as he runs by. 
what was what is the problem here? Well, you were you were on your phone when he got past. Uh, I mean, I was playing some of that trivia crack. I, I, that's not what we've sheet. heard. We've we've heard something else. What what did you hear? We heard that you were texting back your girlfriend because it had been several days. I mean, she, was, she gets she lonely. Texting. I didn't want her to run off with the uh, <laughs> playboys in the first, you know. That Frederick, he's a cunning man. If, so what you're saying if he is... If he hears a woman has gone <laughs> unlaid for several weeks, he will come in and swoop. <laughs> so what you're saying Swoop them right off their feet. Oh, oh, oh that bastard Frederick. <laughs> oh, how I hit him. So I revere <laughs> his sexual prowess, but alas, I cannot compete. So what you're saying is... If your name was Frederick, we would have caught Assange. Almost certainly. <laughs> Frederick, the best man in the forest. But then again, maybe I would be too busy getting busy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, can't catch Assange when there's women to talk to. Hey, hey, hey. All right, interview over. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I think, I think at the point where Frederick, I mean, Pierre, Pierre? starts using fat Albert catchphrases. <laughs> yeah, right? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 I'm Pierre. Not quite as um, sexually oh. enticing. No, I'm I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm tapping out. <laughs> and that was another quality episode of Insane Ramblings. Thanks everyone for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. You can uh, email me ben at insaneramblings.net if you want to like share how much you loved it. All right. Uh, I guess if you've got some low lights, that seems to be my thing lately. So, uh, Vicky at InsaneRamblings.net. Podcast at InsaneRamblings.net. You'll also if find you us. just had medium <laughs> thoughts. Sure. Just thoughts, not necessarily... About the episode. You're okay. just like, I need to pick up some milk and uh, <laughs> I better tell Vicky. Yeah, I mean, I'm always... I'm all ears. Mm-hmm. Or uh, jump on iTunes, rate, review us and subscribe right there. And of course, you can always follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Insane Ramblings. Um, another way to give us attention. <laughs> and there's also short clips from all of our shows to enjoy or share, which is the best way to support the podcast. Away sea boat. Away sea boat. Insane Ramblings.